Thank you for tuning in to Voice Epilepsy Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Davidson. On Voice Epilepsy Podcast, we will discuss health and wellness, education, employment, lived experience, and all things epilepsy. On today's podcast, we'll be discussing the Strongest Families Neurodevelopmental Study. Here with me on today's podcast is Dr. Patrick McGrath and Shia Seal from IWK Health Center, who will be discussing this study in further detail with us. Now, can you please tell us a little bit about yourselves? Well, I'm a, a psychologist, a clinical psychologist, and uh, I'm the uh, Emeritus Professor of Psychiatry at Dalhousie University and a scientist at the IWK. And my special area is the uh, development of and evaluation of e-health treatments for children and adults and families. And uh, my name is Shaya. I'm a research assistant on this project. Um, I just joined a little under a year ago and I have an undergraduate degree in psychology and um, I'll be moving on from the study. Actually in September, I'll be starting my doctorate degree in clinical psychology as well. So I'm from Halifax, Nova Scotia. I grew up here and uh, used to volunteer at the IWK Health Center, actually, and then got a job um, on this study. Fantastic. Well, thank you both so much for joining us today. And we are doing this podcast from coast to coast. We're here in Vancouver. Uh, I believe you're in Halifax. And then um, Dr. McGrath, I believe you're in Ottawa um, right now. And and so we have Canada covered and uh, are very appreciative for everyone carving out the time with all of these, uh, the time zones and such. Now the IWK and where the research is taking place now that's happening out of Dalhousie. Is that correct? The IWK and is a separate institution. It's the hospital, the Children and Women's Hospital in Halifax. And Dalhousie is the university with which it is affiliated. So we work very closely together on most projects, but this is physically located at the IWK. Now, can you tell us a little bit about the study and, and the official name um, uh, of the study? Okay, well, I'll tell you about it, but to make sure I get the name right, I'll have Shia do that. Um, the study was conceptualized because children with neurodevelopmental disorders or neurodiverse children on the whole spectrum, they have on average more mental health problems as children than do people who don't have neurodiversities. And so the other thing is, is that very often these children and their families are shuttled from one service to another. So the developmental people say, oh, no, 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 you have a mental health problem. You go over to the mental health people. And the mental health services say, oh, no, you have a a neurodevelopmental disorder. You go over to the developmental clinic. And so they don't get the services that they need. So a combination of greater need and also uh, lack of services. And so we decided to do an e-health version where we have uh, an intervention that is um, delivered entirely at a distance. It's entirely at a distance and it's delivered actually by coaches, specially trained individuals who uh, work in our service, but they're not psychologists. And the reason for that is, is that there would never be enough psychologists in Canada to provide intervention for all of these families. The other thing that we felt was extremely important was the 
wisdom and the knowledge that families can have and the social support that families have. So we're doing this as a, a group program with some very interesting uh, additional components. So it's basically a three-arm study in which one arm, we have a content uh, in which the uh, neurodevelopmental online parenting program and that was developed a lot with the input from a from parents of children with neurodevelopmental problems and we have the group coaching and then we have that's but these coaches that get together with a group of these families and they coach them as they go through the online program then we have the parent to parent connections um, which is a face, closed Facebook group where parents support each other. And that is, is moderated by parents, not by uh, our coaches. And we, uh, they uh, provide that type of social support and wisdom. And then finally, we have resource page uh, trying to get just information. And we're comparing in what we call a three-armed study, uh, what we call the Strongest Families Program, group coaching, versus strongest families self-managed and then the information group so it's a it's a large study uh we're hoping to get about 430 people we already have about we're short by about 90 90 95 and we're just trying to finish up the study and we're looking for about um, about 100 families to more families to participate so that's what the study is and the the title is shia why don't you <laughs> sure. Um, our study is called the Strongest Families Neurodevelopmental Study. And uh, parents might have also heard the name Parents Empowering Neurodiverse Kids. So the Parents Empowering Neurodiverse Kids uh, is the program that parents in our study actually are able to complete. And it's the online program that uh, Dr. McGraw has just been talking about here. So I think it was mentioned too, and I'll just go into this a little more, that everything has been developed um, with the help and support of a pan-Canadian parent advisory committee. So that's very important to our study and they've been amazing. We uh, run everything by them and they're so helpful because they really have a lived experience with neurodiverse kids, with being parents of neurodiverse kids. And they're able to add a real depth to the understanding of the research and to how we're developing the program. So on the other side of that coin too, I'm a research assistant on this project. And I actually uh, have benign Rolandic epilepsy with central temporal spikes. And so I um, grown out of it now. I don't have seizures anymore, but I was a child with epilepsy. And now here I am working on a project for children with uh, epilepsy and other neurodiversities uh, too. Right. Well, and epilepsy is so common. Uh, as I was mentioning to Kim earlier, there were four people in my immediate family that had epilepsy. And fortunately, all of them have, uh, have grown out of it as well. Um, but uh, it's a very common uh, disorder and, and something that uh, I think the, uh, the services for uh, children are well developed in many areas and the services for adults seem to taper off. Um, and so that's the, a big problem. 
Many of our families will have parents who have had epilepsy or who have epilepsy, as well as many of the children have epilepsy. Either uh, epilepsy is their main concern, or they may have epilepsy in combination with any number of other brain disorders. What we're hoping to do is to see if it is effective, and then we'll transfer it to our not-for-profit which is called the uh, Strongest Families Institute, and they will provide services across Canada. Um, and we always do it in terms of getting funding from provincial governments or health authorities, and that's how we operate. We don't charge families at all. But this is really exciting because of more, even more than any other project, we've used the, uh, the input and the wisdom of, of uh, parents with every aspect of our program. Chaya, you meet the families more than I do. So can you tell me a little bit, tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I do all of our participant interviews. Um, so one component of our study is that uh, once at the start and then uh, five months after that and five months after that, we do interviews with our participants and um, just connecting with them about their mental health, uh, their child's well-being, services that they might be accessing. And a big reason for parents that seems to come out in some of these interviews uh, that they're really happy to be in the study is to, to help others. So when you're a part of research, um, you're really a part of a, a, a bigger picture. So as participants join this study and later on, after we're able to get results, we'll be able to talk more about the potential impacts of a, a parenting program like this for parents. Um, so our participants in our study really do realize that they are kind of moving the world forward and uh, creating change with us. It's fantastic. I mean, the family's at the center, which we like, right? And nothing about them without them. So the fact that there is this uh, advisory that everything is passed through, the buy-in from British Columbian families uh, to participate is going to be quite easy, right? Because it's for them, it's about them. And what we do know is that, of course, our population, uh, children living with epilepsy are suffering and they do require additional uh, mental health support. And we don't have the resources within our province to provide them. So the fact that this can be something that can be done online, it's accessible and free. I mean, the potential for that is really exciting uh, for parents, for the children, uh, the fact that the parents could then also be peer support online and be within their own groups. That's fantastic. It sounds to me like this is going to be quite an economical um, way of disseminating service and support in this country. And it doesn't, you don't have to be in a major center to access it. That's the other thing that's really important. The study is for children aged three to 14. Is that correct? Yeah, so our study is for children aged three to 14. Um, so parents who have children in that category with epilepsy. The other focus of this study, um, which we did mention a little bit, is about behaviors. So sometimes in children with neurodiversities, we're seeing behaviors that just negatively impact everyday life. Um, this can be trouble with self-regulation, 
or changing from situations, that kind of thing. So if, if that's ringing a bell with any parents out there that, you know, they have a child with epilepsy and they're also struggling with just some behaviors that are making it, making it difficult in everyday life, uh, this study might be for you and uh, you can do our screening questionnaire uh, online or you can read more about it on our website to see if it's something that you would like to do. And in terms of the commitment, you talked about uh, interviewing the families at the front end. Five months later, you're, you're checking in. So what is the duration of the study? Yeah, so the study itself runs over the course of about 10 months. But most of that time, you are not doing anything for us particularly. So we do interviews and a set of online questionnaires that you would fill out um, at the start, at five months, and at 10 months. But the parenting program itself only lasts for about 12 weeks. So the big chunk of time commitment and that kind of thing would just be in those 12 weeks. And then after that, parents would just be filling out some questionnaires and doing some phone call interviews with us just to follow up on things. So people can call us at our toll-free number, 1-877-341-8309. And you hit menu option number one and then number two. Or they can contact us at our website, CRFH. That's the Center for Research on Family Health, crfh.ca slash neuro. It's an exciting uh, opportunity within an under-resourced province such as British Columbia. We do want to promote this and we will be sharing this um, through Uh, BC Children's Hospital, through the epilepsy community, as well as some of our other community partners in the promotion of this through the podcast um, and through other uh, communications. So we greatly appreciate everything you're doing. Thank you so much for, I mean, of course, you're coming from psychology, the importance of having the lived experience and having families involved and families informing um, research like this. Uh, I just, I'm just so incredibly grateful. Thank you for everything that you're doing. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Voice Epilepsy podcast. Make sure to follow us on all of our BCES and I'm a Voice for Epilepsy Awareness social media platforms. In closing, remember, you matter and you are not alone. Make Thursdays our Epilepsy Date Night with Epilepsy Voice Podcasts.